Welcome back to another episode of Rumi's Talking Movies, Season 2, the next best stop for all things movie news and reviews. I'm your host, Danon Pacheco. Joined with me today are my co-host, Camden Powell. Hello. And look who's back. Let's see that beautiful face. Well, we can see it. They can't because it's a podcast. Jacob Denver. Guess who's back? It's you. I just told everyone. It's, it's Jacob. He, he it's told you guys. I guess Jacob Denver. Good guess. It's Jacob Denver. Great so, guess. Before we hop into this heaping pile of spaghetti-o information, let's, let's talk about how everyone's week was. Do you guys enjoy not having to do an episode for a week? Um, no, I actually feel like a part of me was missing, and um, I want to regain that this week. I haven't done it in a couple of weeks because I'm not a staple part of this show. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe, yeah, maybe if you... You were never going to add it. Never. We're just using them for free labor. So, uh, me personally, I I really enjoyed this week because I thought I get on top of all my work. And actually, what happened was I got even more behind because I'm like, well, I don't have anything <laughs> to do, so I just won't do anything. It was great, and it yeah. totally didn't backfire and just like make everything incredibly terrible for me for that entire week. But I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back in the studio uh, yeah, of, <laughs> of my room. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So what we're going to be talking about this week is pretty exciting. With the new season of The Mandalorian coming out on Disney+, Plus, we will be doing all the heavy lifting for you. We are going to recap and review the entire first season of The Mandalorian, so that way you don't have to. And if you don't like Star Wars or don't even like Disney+, Plus, well, I mean, you could leave or or like maybe we'll entertain Actually, you. Actually, Dana, uh, I made all the viewers sign a contract. They have to stay mm-hmm. the whole time. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Is that what you sent in my email? Why did you send me one? Um, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, let, let's ju- let's just jump right into the news. What do you say, guys? Yeah, I I say, <laughs> Camden, this could be such a great Mandalorian reference. I say we bring in the news warm, or bring it in cold. That, that sounded a lot better in my reference. head. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't even that good <laughs> of a reference. <laughs> Joe Manganiello joins the Snyder Cut Justice League additional photography, which means Deathstroke is making another appearance. Uh-oh, maybe this time he actually does something instead of just getting on a boat with bald Jesse Eisenberg and saying, like, uh, let's make an anti-Justice League. I think I think he's going to do nothing of importance. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're saying a Justice League I'm not League really hyped two? for the Snyder Cut. I think it's just going to be the same movie, just a little bit better. I think that it's got... It's got a lot of chances to do good. So if it's bad at this point, like maybe yeah. something's just You should just keep saving. delaying it until the next Justice League movie and then just make a completely different one. Yeah, That's just make I a think. sequel. That's not My connected. worry is that they hyped it up too much. Yeah. They keep talking about and it all the time. And it'll just be a letdown. Like, guys, I don't want to hear about the Snyder Cut. I don't even know who Snyder is. Wasn't that some Nickelodeon guy? Zack Snyder? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, Zack Snyder was Nickelodeon? What? Um, I'm pretty sure. I think that was his name. Uh oh. Live fact. <laughs> live fact check. No, I mean, like, what do you mean, um, Zack Snyder? Dan. Um, I think it was Dan. It was Dan, Dan Schneider. Schneider. Dan Schneider. Schneider. Not yeah, Snyder. Live fact Schneider. Check. There we yeah. go. For what? 
he was a director on Nickelodeon, and he <laughs> wait, yeah, Zack Snyder was actually what the Snyder Cut is for. There oh. we go. There we go. Titans reveals the first look at Red Hood making his appearance in the third season, and he looks exactly like he does in the comics. I don't know about you guys, but I'm looking at his costume right now, and he looks pretty darn cool. Definitely that's got a definitely hood. definitely a red hood if I've seen one. No, I, yeah. I was going to say for sure he has a red hood, and I think that's yeah. just like all you need. Naked red hood. Yeah, well, because the thing is, like, he's called Red Hood, but he also wears a red mask. Like, which one yeah. is it, dude? Pick a lane. Red, red hask. It's a hood mask combo. Uh, Titans has also reportedly been renewed for a fourth season, with the third season not even finished filming yet. That's how they know their third season is going to be super good. I don't even know how that makes sense. Like, how do they get... Like, how does that work? Uh, they finished filming, and they're so confident. They're like, No, they're not Man. finished filming. <laughs> they haven't even finished. Now that I've reread that sentence, <laughs> they're so confident so far with filming that they're like, yes, fourth season on the way. Yes, this time we'll just we'll have Batman and Superman in it. You know what? Let's just make the Justice League movie, and then there's four different Justice League movies coming out. A new promo for the next generation of Nickelodeon animation gives our first look at the CG animated reboots of shows like SpongeBob and Rugrats. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't like it personally. I feel like it should have remained in the cartoon lane instead of going full CG animated. Yeah. I, um, I don't like this at all. <laughs> it, this it is feels, awful. It feels wrong. It is wrong yeah. because the creator yeah. of SpongeBob died and then they were like, all right, time to disobey his every wish. He wouldn't let us do when he was alive. Well, what were his like, demands again? He just like, not demands, but like his the, requests. He didn't want any spinoffs. He just wanted the show to stay the show. Like, he wasn't even okay with like the CG movie that they made recently. Like, I don't know. They made another one, and it's on Netflix now. Are these like? Are they now children? Yes, it's a yeah. confusing, somewhat prequel, maybe. I was about to say because this looks like it's set for a prequel, but I can't tell if it's just the design. Well, they never like established like when SpongeBob point. and Squidward first met or stuff like that. So I guess they could have just known each other the whole time. But like the second episode of SpongeBob was SpongeBob meeting Sandy. So I don't know how they're going to explain that. Uh, multiverse. Oh, yeah. SpongeBob, SpongeBob shows multiverse. up at the end with the portal. It's yeah. SpongeBob. You're going to learn the lore of SpongeBob yeah. now. I need your help, <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> oh God. Oh man, that'd be awful. And then just end game again, but with Nickelodeon characters. <laughs> All right, now hold on. That might be really cool. No, no, no. No? Why can't it no. be cool? Why can't my ideas be cool? Because I once? said it couldn't. That's fair. The MCU's Spider Man 3 has started filming in Atlanta, and a fun picture of Spider Man wearing a medical mask over his costume shows that one of his other superpowers is staying healthy. Right? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Yeah, I. Uh... Don't get me wrong. I'm not like a COVID denier or anything like that. So let's just get that out on the table right now. It's on the table. But man, do I not need to see Spider-Man in a mask telling me to wear two a mask. masks, two masks. Oh, sorry. Two masks. Cause he got his normal mask on and let's talk logistics. There is another mask really going to help even more. Or is he just going to suffocate? Isn't that I mean, plan? he has like the top of the line suits over here now. Yeah. He can build his own suit too. Why not integrate like an N95 into it? feel like it'd get all like wet and stinky okay maybe you oh, get wet and stinky but not spider-man i'm a wet breather myself you know what i mean yeah well not not spider-man not spider-man. spiders and water that's one of his other superpowers great. he's a dry breather too 
He doesn't get wet when he breathes. Mm, that's that's why they call him Spider-Man. Jacob Batalone, famous for his role as Ned in the MCU Spider-Man movies, also released a video of him reading the script for the next Spider-Man film and being completely shocked about what lies in store for the next movie. What do you guys think is going to be in the movie? It's going to be Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. I'm calling it now. It's going to be I those hope. two. I hope. Oh, man. Oh, man. What are you thinking the villain's going to be? Any any bets? Me. You, Probably can Yeah. Have you met that guy? No, just 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 me. I'm not playing a character. Well, I just walk in. I and feel go, hey, like, hey, get out of my town. You, if they're putting you in the MCU, you gotta be like the grand scheme villain. All right, you okay, gotta be yeah, the next okay, Thanos. Yeah. 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 But, well, they introduce me in this movie. Okay, it's kind of like a Thanos you, situation. Or, like you guys go in for me, and you're my minions. Yeah. I'm and not. I'm not 100 cool with the names that they gave us. Um, <laughs> I'm. I'm kind of disappointed that. I'm called Tin Can. I'm still just Jacob. I don't know why they did that. Yeah, but I'm like, not wearing a costume. I don't know why my name is Tin Can. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll talk about that after the show, Danon. And why do you get the cool name? You get the cool name of like the this baby, eradicator. That's the cool name. That's the no, cool name? that's not. That's what you want to be called. No, Your no, name that's was my name eradicator in, in the movie, but I'm not playing a character. So your legal name. Yeah. Is Piss Baby. Piss Baby. And then my middle name is Camden. So. Oh, we've been calling you by your middle name. Yeah. I don't, most people get uncomfortable when I'm like, hey, I'm Piss Baby. They're like, what? I don't you see can't. why that would actually <laughs> I don't see the problem there, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. Double trouble of Moon Knight news with Mohamed Diab set to direct Marvel's Disney Plus Moon Knight series. And on top of that, a huge rumor has been floating around that Oscar Isaac is set to don the hood himself. What? You just read it. How are you still confused, Camden? No, that wasn't a that wasn't a what of confusion. That was a what of no way. You know. Oh, you got to be more specific with your. What? I don't like Oscar Isaac, and I'll tell you why right here. What? He's got two first names. Oh. First, first and last name, and I just that's I don't trust anyone like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's understandable. Yeah. Like Jack Johnson. Ah, hate his music solely because he's got two first names. Whose first name is Johnson? Johnson and Johnson. That those are the those are their last names, Danton. Those uh, are no, but John, Johnson F. Kennedy, <laughs> Johnson Cash. <laughs> There's a lot of Johnsons, dude. You, were yeah. you just unaware? Yeah, I just I I actually um. You guys know how you can like filter words out on like Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. I did that with my brain. So every time you guys say Johnson, I just hear. Mm. That's the microwave. Asterisks. Yeah. Oh. Whatever sound those make. <laughs> the Uncharted movie has officially finished filming, even though I feel like they just started filming three weeks ago. Uh, it, it, was a, it was a quick movie. That's how confident they are. Everything was done in the first take. They went, all right, good. Next scene. <laughs> it's like uh, that, uh, what was it, 19 whatever movie that came out? And then they, 1917, like one, where yeah, it was like that it was one, just a one straight shot for the whole thing. Yeah, like, they edited it to look like that for certain scenes, but this movie, nah, they just didn't stop recording. They're not going to edit it either. They went through millions of dollars on just footage because they had to keep replacing yeah. the batteries they, while they yeah, were no, recording. No, 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 they actually did it on real film, Danon. They went mm. through hundreds of thousands of rolls. It's literally just a GoPro film. Awful. 
<laughs> movie's gonna be okay. It's got Tom Holland being Tom Holland, and then uh, Mark Wahlberg is wearing a mustache. Uh, in this the movie. Uncharted. I don't really like movies with vague titles, personally. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. Tell me exactly what the movie's about. For example, Minion movie. It told me everything I need to know before I saw that movie, and then subsequently cried while watching that movie. Because it was so good? It was so good. Marvel's next big movie, Shang-Chi, has officially finished filming and is now in post-production. And with over 40,000 COVID tests among the cast and crew, they had they didn't have a single positive. So wow. this has shown us that all we need to do is tell everyone that they're going to be in the next Marvel movie and the virus is disappeared. Done. Well, I actually am going to be in the next Marvel movie. We three are. Yeah, we're going to be in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But everyone else, surprise, you're, you're in it too. They're just going to take a really long panoramic shot of the entire world and then you guys are in it. So make sure you don't get COVID or you can't be in it. This is a weird trio uh, that they that they made for the third Spider-Man film. Just yeah, it's better about to it not still. keep talking about it just because um, but uh, NDA. But NDA. I don't understand like NDA being the connection disclosure agreement. Do you know what that means? All you right. signed it. It's legally binding. All right. We're like <clears throat> legally. I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> In sadder news, the late great Sir Sean Connery has passed away at the age of ninety. A true legend. That dude was a really good James Bond and Indiana so Jones' good. dad. Like, every movie he's in, you're like, yeah. Let's and go. also, he's a sir, and that's just the coolest thing you could possibly be. There's not one actor who's been knighted that isn't completely awesome. I agree. And Sir uh, Alec Guinness. Yeah, but if we're being honest here, Sir Sean Connery is probably one of the best. Yeah. Just no, the name no alone. Doubt. Like, it flows really nice. Like, and he sounds mm-hmm. knightly also. Yeah. I hear that name. I'm like, I'm gonna listen to this guy. He's he's gonna be a great actor. I don't even need to see him do anything. Just that name alone, he's gonna be a great person. And he was. Rest in peace, Sean Connery. You season three has officially begun production. I haven't begun production, and I didn't know I had two seasons already. I also um, don't know what I did to get on Netflix to begin yeah. with. So. Netflix is we're a Netflix show now. Okay, I thought it was Hulu. Um. No, wait, is it? Yikes. No, 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 I don't know because I didn't know. No, it it's Netflix. The first place. Yeah, it's Netflix because I remember uh, on Netflix it was funny because it's Damn, like about uh, like a I'm stalker. I'm going to stop you right there. I was making goes... a joke. I was making a joke about um, me not knowing that this was a real series and, and he just said you season three. So he was talking about me. That was the joke there. Um, but no, you continue. No, I was going to actually just tell you something that was interesting and and maybe like two audience members. No, I'd love to hear it. Definitely would love to hear it. Oh, my gosh, Camden. If I could punch you in real life, I'd do it. I hate you. I hate this show. I hate every single one of you. Funny thing, uh, on Netflix, when you watch you, it goes like, like, like you is watching. Hold on, I forgot what I was going to say. You is watching now. <laughs> no, it's like it's like like something like watching you. Oh. You are watching you. Is that what it is? That's I'm guessing. I'm gonna take that point out because I forgot. Guys, what one of my well, audio no, waves be... of my voice just looked like a slug. You're a slug, dude. Wouldn't it just be like the profile name? Like Jacob is watching you. Why are you watching me? Because I think you're cute. Huh. Huh. You know what else is cute? 
Brandon Root says a return for his Superman in the Flash movie is absolutely a possibility. Do you guys think they should just cram as many possible superheroes in this Flash movie as they can? Or do you think maybe they should just make a Flash movie? Um, why would why would he be coming into the Flash movie? Well, it's about like changing things and like alternate timelines and whatever. So oh, like Superman okay. can... Oh, okay. if they're, well, if then, they're messing yeah. with alternate timelines, then yeah, they that's cool. They should bring cool. like every single Superman ever. At once? Uh-huh. And, and make it an omni-Superman? Just one Superman no, with like no, no. eight fist arms? Fight, and then we can finally determine who the best Superman is. Even they the all have the same powers. It's the same person. Uh, no. Oh, okay. According to Kat Dennings, a character on the show, she claims that WandaVision is still coming out in December on Disney+. Plus. What do you guys think about that? Do you believe that? What's I hope so. Now? I, I million dollars on it. My life savings on it. Now I just hope that I just, I just want to know yeah. what this show's about already. They had a trailer. Yeah, did you Yeah, and it told trailer? us nothing. Dude. No, no, dude, it was cool, I promise. No, dude, like we we're not working for Marvel or anything, <laughs> but like you should totally you should totally like watch it because mm. super cool. Also, check out that new Spider-Man 3 movie that's coming out soon. You might see some characters you like. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically three handsome young men. Which Spider-Man will promptly beat the crap out of. <laughs> Maybe you guys. Really pissed, baby? They're gonna Spider-Man's not just gonna destroy you? Dane and I just want you to look me in the eyes for a second and just, just think about this for a second. Mm-hmm. My name is Piss Baby. Spiders don't do well in water. What do you think <laughs> my you superpower is? Your superpower is? <laughs> <laughs> your superpower is you have the ability to pee. <laughs> So Just good, dude. I can do it so ever. good. That doesn't even make sense. Why would that be Imagine like... Imagine like a pressure washer. <laughs> Imagine fire hose, but like times 30. That's my superpower. I mean, that's impressive, but I mean, why would you like advertise that as your superpower? But it's like, it's small and direct like a line of P too. So it's kind of like a sniper bullet when you think about it. And also oh. they're really thrown off because, you know, I'm peeing on them. Mm, yeah, you know, I, my first thought would be, why, why is this pulling his pants down? All his superpowers he could be. And then that's Ugh, my last chest. Yeah. Now you have a hole in your chest, yeah. Wow, it's that strong? Oh, dude. Buildings. Take dude, buildings. why are you called Piss Baby then? You should be called, like, Piss Man. Oh, because I also cry every time I pee. It's a side effect. Uh, like how the Hulk just, like, kills yeah, everything like he like, touches. Yeah, he's super you, angry, but he's also super strong. You yeah, cry I just cry. I get really you- emotional. That sounds like you get dehydrated really quickly. Yeah, crying and peeing at the same time is just it's a lot it's a lot a big toll on the body. Actually, you know, that's weird. I don't think I've ever cried and peed at the same time. You're missing out. <laughs> oh, like you do it enough <laughs> to tell me that that it's a it's I'm a the piss belief. baby. Oh, we've been over this. Your character is the piss baby. You yourself don't I have I said in the powers. beginning of the show I am not playing a character. <laughs> Okay, I'm playing myself. We said my legal name is Piss Baby. <laughs> Your legal name is Piss Baby Camden Powell. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's a stupid name. I'm <laughs> Disney Plus Loki Season 2 will start production in 2022. Uh, what is this show going to even be about? Is it him like going through? I have through? such a good guess. Okay, Camden, uh, give us a guess. And it's 100% serious, so please take me seriously when I say it. 
<laughs> okay, sorry. What what is it going to be about? So you know where he was killed? No. It's just going to be a whole season, twenty episodes <laughs> of just his dead body. <laughs> Just and then, like <laughs> in the background, there'll be tiny Easter eggs, like floating yeah, past yeah, the yeah. debris. Like Captain Marvel just... will fly by it on her way to pick up Iron Man, like during mm-hmm. um, Endgame. And then, like the Guardians yeah. are flying by, like it takes yeah, place yeah, like yeah, throughout yeah. the entire timeline. Just lo-fi so it's music like, playing and over eventually, it. Eventually, like he just turns into a skeleton, and you just see like the ship being absorbed by like a black hole or something. And then that's how the season ends. I don't mean to spoil it for you, but I'm also in that show. There's only one person in that show. It's no, I make a cameo body. in the background. We talked about the Easter Yeah, eggs, he bro. just said there was Easter eggs in the background. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention, uh, I can pee on the ground and it launches me up so I can fly. That sounds more painful than a superpower. No, 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 but you don't understand. It's painful for the people on the ground who are then getting shot by my pee. I feel like this is just a Did I mention I wear a squirrel costume so I can fly easier? That's just floating. Squirrels don't fly. No, no, no! You know wings, like the the, the flying, flying squirrel. Yeah, I have that. You but, don't like, see flying just... squirrels just like in the gosh yeah, dang I, sky. Yeah, I understand, but it helps me glide. Why do you have to have a whole squirrel costume? <laughs> I like nuts. You needed some costume. It's either that or just a grown man's diaper. Yeah, exactly. which one seems cooler? Like... Well, actually, yeah, a squirrel in an adult squirrel diaper. costume, and yeah, yeah. Thank you, Danon. Um, thanks for the correction there. Yeah. Um, I also have a bonnet on. I hate this bit so much. It's not a bit. It's just a way it's of not... life. Wait, so those auditions were actually for the film? NDA like, this is all NDA. serious. Jim Gaffigan has been cast as Thunderbolt for Stargirl Season 2. Isn't Jim Gaffigan just, like the comedian? I'm... Yeah, I'm just going to no see clue. Jim Gaffigan. I'm not going to be able to no see matter Thunderbolt. what. Yeah, even yeah, when he's like, hey, that's Jim role. Gaffigan. He's going to do his classic Jim Gaffigan voice, too. You know, when he gets all quiet, I can't do it. <gasps> that was right. awful. That's, that's why Jim I didn't Gaffigan. try. That's Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> donut. That's him, right? Okay, you know, you added the donut in there, and I'm convinced. Now it sold it, right? Disney strikes Free Guy and Death on the Nile from their December marquee. Not shocked and not disappointed. I, I really either. don't care. I just I have no <laughs> preference on what they just did and what that news is about. There's nothing about that that makes me go, "Oh, okay." I feel nothing from that statement. Yeah, I, that was just something I read. <laughs> That's something like I'd like to scroll oath. past instantly. Yeah. It's like um, it's like uh, when you're in court and they make you take that oath. Feel nothing. I don't yeah. even comprehend what I'm saying. Don't lie in the courtroom. Yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. Okay, so yeah, I was yeah, fighting yeah. this, this is robot, not affecting right? me at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, so I pissed on the floor and started flying, and they're like, "Dude, you're lying right now." And I swear, man, I was telling the truth. Tenet is set to be released for home on December fifteenth, and uh, we can finally watch it. Is it's like reverse um, time travel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, they, it actually they can like correct stuff, but I don't know. I feel like it's a, a classic trope of like, oh no, you can go back in time and fix things. Like, ooh, congrats! Time travel's so overdone. Think of something yeah. new, like, like uh, sound travel. Travel what? as a sound. Now, Camden, I mean this with the utmost respect. What the mm. fuck does sound travel mean? <laughs> All right, I'll explain it. 
So imagine you are a person, right? Okay, I can imagine that. Okay, well, good. It's kind of hard for you. Uh, now Wait, you hold up. Waves. I'm, I'm still thinking. Let Jacob catch up, please. Okay, you okay. know he's bad at imagining himself as a person. <laughs> oh, okay, I got it. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Continue. So now you guys know sound waves, right? I mean, not like personally, but like I it's know serious. of sound wave. Who is sound waves? Okay, anyways, so you turn into a sound wave and then you can just move around as a sound wave. But when you pass through people, they just hear... Ah! I didn't even hear I anything. I didn't hear anything, yeah. Wow, you might cut, cut it out, out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, peaked my mic. Uh, I'll do it quieter. Ah, but imagine that really loud. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll edit it out so that way it sounds yeah, okay. like ear shattering. But oh, so that's you, what sound travel is? Yeah. How do you uh, stop being a sound wave? You just think about it. Mm. I, I feel like you have done enough. I want to be a sound wave now, and then I turn into a sound wave. So it's like Transformers, but with sound waves. <laughs> Less cars, but yeah. Is it like is it like turning into water where if you're standing on grass or something, like you s- just sink into the ground or no, sound waves no. move anyway? No, they can just go anywhere they want. And are you one single, like one single sound wave or are you multiple sound waves? Whatever the sound wave for uh, is, that's you. <laughs> Dude, you can't keep peeking your Stoke, Yeah. Oh, that one I didn't peek my microphone. I was just really quiet and my voice went in and out. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That is even better. Yeah. Sound travel. Hollywood, if you want to put it in your next movie, you know where to find us. I get the money, though. Well, I mean. I claim 75%. I claim 76%. What? You well, can't. Guys, I, I already claimed work. 75%. There's 25% left. Yeah, okay, but I claim <laughs> one more percent than you did. Ergo, you have nothing. I have all of it. I got 77 <laughs> Dang it! I'll put 78 up. Johnny Depp resigns as Grindelwald from the Fantastic Beasts movies after being asked by Warner Brothers. Will you miss him? I didn't see any of the Fantastic Beasts movies. Uh, yeah, I, I saw the not. first one. The first one was decent. Um, I'm not going to miss him, but I. why did you think they asked him to step down? Do you think they were just like, hey, do you want to not do that anymore? Or was it like, hey... You should step down or else. He actually stole the director's lunch from the fridge, even oh though it specifically what? said his name on it. Was his name and also like, Johnny, though? Yeah, it's his really confusing. Johnny Depp, actually. It's short for... Oh, Johnson Depp. Okay. There's Depp- so many Johnson. <laughs> Johnson Department. There we go. <laughs> Again, I'm just getting mm from you guys right now, so if we can just... Astronomers have discovered mysterious fast radio bursts from within the Milky Way galaxy for the first ever time ever. What do you guys think? I was so is? excited I put ever <laughs> twice. Yeah, I was reading that. and I just, Man, first ever time ever. What do you guys think it is, though? Dude, it's something new every week. Like, Yeah, it, it's always got to be something They'll be like, new. oh, an asteroid's going to hit us in mm-hmm. 38,000 mm-hmm. years. And it's Ain't like, that the truth, what? sister? Yeah, and every week they're like, oh, more evidence that aliens exist. Yeah, okay, until an alien probes me, I don't care. Mm. You know, I'm always, I'm always saying that. I'm always saying, if you ain't going to probe, I ain't going to... Probe it or dobe it, that's what I always There we say. go. <laughs> probe it or dobe it. Isn't a word either, but it's better than nothing. The Walking Dead casts Hillary Burton as Negan's wife, Lucille. That's a baseball bat. I, s- I stopped watching that show. Um, How is she going to play a baseball the bat? The wife of Tim Burton? No. 
No. Well, then I've lost interest. Is Tim but Burton himself a zombie? Because if not, I don't She's I don't the care. spouse of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, sweet. That That's the actor great. for Negan. Yeah. Dude. I don't know how crazy. they did that. Oh, uh, uh, it makes sense now. Do you think they That's got cute? Think they were like, That's oh my cute. God, we need Negan's wife. And they're like, well, he's got a wife. Bring her in. <laughs> and they're like, no. Just lazy casting. What do you think no they got way. married after the casting? Because they're like, oh, this Small would be world. so cute. You guys yeah, should get actually so married. You know what I mean? No, they they married them on set like through like a flashback scene, but they didn't know that they were actually getting married. Yeah, now they're legally binded to each other and like this sucks. Yeah. Yeah, and they can't get divorced either. You know because how bad that show. looks in Hollywood. Yeah. Well yeah. Yeah. The Walking Dead. And Hollywood. I mean, well, what well, about no. the Living Dead? I what? <laughs> Philosophy class, right here, right now. Are you a living dead? Netflix announces an Assassin's Creed series. But why? I'll tell you about why. <clears throat> Someone wanted to see it somewhere, and so they made it. Because Netflix is running out of ideas. You, you know that that green paper? It's, that's oh, what they want right oh, there. Oh, oh, Cannabis. Okay. He's talking about green slips. Got it. Do you guys ever get your uh, slips turned to yellow or red in uh, kindergarten and preschool? I actually uh, did once, and it was terrible. I got a story. So, in kindergarten, okay, we had these uh, like bees on different levels of the hive, and they were green, yellow, and red, respectively. Obviously, uh, what other colors would you use? And um, one day, the class was just being super loud, right? And I, I was, I was like, people are gonna get their bees moved down. We gotta stop this. So I went. Hey guys, let's quiet down. And my teacher went, Camden, go move your bee. And I was like, no. Saddest day of my life. From that point on, I did not trust the public school system. Amen to that. What about um, you, Jacob? You ever been a, a, a naughty boy in in preschool or kindergarten? Yeah, so the whole class was sitting by the smart board, you know, lights are off. So, I mean, it's already pretty hard to see. And this the taller kid decided to sit up front and i must have been grouchy that day because i was like hey sam can you move your big fat head <laughs> <laughs> that was an instant turnaround she made me apologize and everything i was like well i mean if you're tall don't sit up front <laughs> no i exclusively sit in the front just so i can block people like you from seeing the film you're the reason why my card was turned that day. Mm-hmm. People like you. What was his name? Sam. Yeah, Samden? I'm Sam. I'm Samden. Samden. Yeah. Got my name changed after that. I was scarred for life. But you know what? I never stopped sitting in front of people. I uh, in, in kindergarten, preschool, that same time, I I built something out of like those weird. They're not Legos. They're the weird blocks that have like all the tiny sticks that you like push together and they somehow connect. I made myself oh. like a plane out of one of those. Yeah. And then I tripped and then I broke it on the floor <laughs> and I said, dang it. And then the teacher was like, Dana, why did you make a mess? And I was like, <laughs> like looked at her with like tears in her eyes. I was like, I had no control over this situation. <laughs> and she's like, move your car to yellow. You know, like, I think I wanted this. <laughs> You think any man would want this to happen? <laughs> and she's just like, you made a mess. Now you got to clean it up and move your car. And I was like, why am I getting double punished? I feel like cleaning it up is enough punishment. Yeah. She's dead now. Teachers so I mean, be crazy. Oh, moment of silence. Okay. 
Can we just take a breather really quick? I've been way too funny for like the past half hour. I just need to lean back for a minute. intro that only means one thing mandalorian also means another thing we don't have enough room for the three of us jacob so i'm gonna have to send you out of the you know the export in our spaceship right now you okay with that you're going to die so yeah no i'm fine with that all right camden any last things you want to say to jacob it it was uh it was very nice having you on the show jacob i hope it never happens all right uh jacob as all star wars people say Live long and prosper. Wait, actually, I don't think I, I don't think that was Star Wars. Well, good riddance that Jacob is gone. Now that we have a little Finally. more elbow space, let's get right into this Mandalorian summary. Now, something weird uh, that they did, they're like, let's name every episode like a chapter because they know books suck and watching Mm -hmm. movies is better so they're like we're gonna trick people into thinking they're watching a book chapter one the mandalorian let's get right into it camden uh what 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 should our lovely listeners know Uh, jumping into the first episode uh the time zone it's a it's set five years after return of the jedi okay so it's slightly after the Empire has fallen. So stormtroopers are still kind of around. Uh, if anyone remembers Jango Fett or Boba Fett and that type of armor, that's Mandalorian armor. And that's who our main character, the Mandalorian, he wears that armor. Now in this episode, we see him completing a bounty. And a bounty, for those of you who don't know, is to kill someone and then you get paid for it. Yeah. He brings back that person. And then he's like, oh, I need more money. Give me a more money bounty. And they're like, all right, here's this one. But you get don't get to know who it is. And it's a really shady client who works with stormtroopers. And then he goes there and he meets a droid called IG-11. And this droid is like, uh, I'm a bounty hunter, must kill myself. And then they find out it's Baby Yoda. And the droid is like, I'm going to kill him. And Mandalorian's like, no, you're not. And then he kills the droid. And then he touches fingers with Baby Yoda. And then the a beautiful uh, re- replication of the the God and mm-hmm. Adam painting. They just touch in, they touch in fingies. They go. Yeah. And then touch that's the what they do. And that's the end of that episode. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you. Mm-hmm. I think that the best part of that episode was definitely that scene uh-huh. at the end where they're fighting all those people. Um, the blaster oh battle. Oh, God. That was so cool. Yeah. They. Uh, I think mm-hmm. what. Uh, this show does which has happened ever since John Wick came out was it like puts a lot of detail in the way that they fight like the people fighting keep note of everything that's going on like when they show a sniper it's not just Mm -hmm. like oh there's another guy up there for him to shoot the sniper's like an active threat kind of thing it's super cool and then there was a minigun there was a minigun oh minigun which I don't remember being like in so that was cool seeing a minigun and mm-hmm. the Mandalorian chapter one. What do you what do you give this out of five baby Yodas? Out of five baby Yodas? I will give it a four and a half baby Yodas. I think it was a really solid start to the I really agree. Good series, I think we should so cut that, that fifth it, baby Yoda really right in half. Uh I was thinking we just keep his head. I already cut body. the baby in half, but we we'll keep just the head moving forward on halves. <sighs> Fine. Okay. 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 
So the chapter to the child. Well, now that the audience is like, oh, hello, baby Yoda. Well, then we get to we get to go on a little journey with our Mandalorian and baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. So he's flying over there. And then he's like, dang, this ship needs fuel. Lands. And then he goes out to get fuel, comes back. Uh-oh, someone stole his gosh dang ship. And by that, we don't mean that they stole oh the ship. Gosh. They just like took every single piece of the ship apart. Yeah, they just took all the parts of the ship. And it was a bunch of little Jawas. They took that. Mandalorian meets this Classic meets Jawa. this cool new character named um, Quill, right? It's Quill. Well, he meets him in the first yeah, episode. But yeah, but like, we Quill. get to know Quill. Uh, he helps him yeah. find Baby Yoda, basically. We get to know him second, second episode, episode. He goes like, oh, the Jawas will give you back your ship if you help them with something. And he's like, what do I have to do? And Quill doesn't say this, but in layman's terms, you just got to fight a space rhino and then bring back its unborn baby and then you'll be good. And the Mandalorian goes, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this baby with me. So he takes baby Yoda, just gets the absolute crap beaten out of him. Like he should be dead. And then right before the rhino comes yeah. to stab him in the chest with his horn, baby Yoda, uh-oh, big twist. He's force sensitive. Picks up that big old rhino. And then the Mandalorian stabs it right in the face. And I was like, wow, that's kind of brutal yeah. for him to be like our main character and just like killing an animal like that. He grabs mm-hmm. a fuzzy egg, brings it back to the Jawas, and he goes like, here you go. And you'd think the Jawas want it because it's going to have like some value. No. They just break apart the egg and <laughs> eat it in front of the Mandalorian. They just eat an egg. Well, it looked delicious. Yeah, might there's I certain like food items. It was like goo. It, it was, was really gross. I want to make I'm an sorry. omelet it, out of that I was egg. Joking. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could make an omelet out of that egg. It'd, it'd be, be really very good bad omelet, too. It looked just omelet. orange too. Like there was no. It was yeah. just yolk. Yeah. But at the end, the child and Mandalorian fix the ship in what feels like like five minutes, and then they go off into space. <laughs> what was your favorite part of that episode? Yeah. Um, it's got to be when Baby Yoda picks up the giant space rhinoceros. It was so cool. I mean, like I could see it coming. I really could, but like, still just watching a little tiny Baby Yoda just pick up a giant rhinoceros was just, and watching the Mandalorian's like body reactions to that because he, you know, you can't see his face. Watching his like physical reaction, like of shock of watching Baby Yoda lift the rhinoceros was really cool. Yeah, I like the part where he does that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah what do you give it out of five do i give Yodas? this one out of five baby yodas i'm going to say with a good twist like that it still was just like kind of filler i'm giving it four baby yes yeah. four baby yodas yeah moving on to chapter three the sin Ooh. bum 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 so in this episode, the Mandalorian returns to Navarro. That's his planet where he gets all his bounties from. And guess what? He gives up Baby Yoda. Oh, oh no. no. And they pay him handsomely in Beskar Steel. All right. Now, Beskar Steel. Like like Hugh Jackman handsome. The Empire took all of the Mandalorian's Beskar Steel when they were in charge of all of the planets. And that's really valuable to the Mandalorians is what they make their armor out of. So for the past decades they weren't able to make actual true mandalorian armor so he brings back his beskar steel to the forge and the forge lady helps him use that steel to make him a brand new shiny set of armor Ooh, he looks very fancy now and he gets his new signet in the process is that how i say that yes but take it take a wild guess lovely listeners on what the signet would be we'll spare you the trouble it was a space rhino 
the mud horn. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to go off to my next assignment. But then he goes, oh, man, I'm feeling kind of guilty right now for giving up a literal infant to weird imperial shady guys. And so he goes back and he tries to get the child back. And then as they're about to escape, they're ambushed. Guess who? By Grief Karga and a group of bounty hunters. That's the dude who hires They will later. Yeah. Um, there's an intense firefight, and with a little bit more assistance from the squadron of Mandalorians who are hiding out on that planet, they're able to escape. And, and they he doesn't even go, oh, I gotta get me one of those. In with the dude a jetpack, jet and he just salutes him. Yeah. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Jetpacks are cool. I feel like they'd jet be practical. So cool. Would they burn your legs? Uh, just have fireproof legs. That's, That's a good point. Uh, Kano, what was your favorite scene from The Sin? I think watching the Mandalorian go through, like, feeling guilty about leaving the child there was, like, a good side of him that we don't really, like, get to see throughout the series. Like, obviously, he opens up more emotionally throughout the first season, but that was, like, the first time we really got to see him be, like, oh, I care about this kid. I care about what happens to him. And I think that, like, that's, like, a big, like, start to their relationship right there. My favorite part was when uh, the Mandalorian was using a droid to get out of the city. And then someone shot the droid mm. in the head and then the cart stopped. Because <laughs> I always thought like, is that really like if the droids are in charge of like moving it, could you just shoot like the droid to stop it? And then this episode was just And also like, why I have a question about droids first of all. Absolutely. So it's mainly about the engineering of droids. Mm-hmm. Why if you shoot them in the head, why do they also have their brain in their head? Wouldn't it make more sense from like a technological standpoint to put it like in their chest main processing unit in their chest yeah that just makes more sense like why would they have like a normal brain location i feel like it's easier for them i'm no droid engineer i am camden i spent six years at mit uh, wow which is making incredible technology don't quote me on that (laughs) um and see the reason why people make the robots like humans is because it's so much easier than having to explain why they look slightly different then just oh, make yeah. them okay. humans, but metal. It's just easy. It's just easy. Yeah. Okay. What are we gonna What are we gonna rate this one? I'm going to give it a. It was like it was cool. It was, but cool. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I was gonna give it a four. Really? Yeah. yeah well, if you round mine up, it's a four. So. No, let's give it a three um, and a half. No, yours I don't know. Is more I feel like there real. wasn't like so much action in that one. Like it was kind of like he was on that planet the whole time, and like he was like only on the planet. Like he wasn't going places, doing different things. And most of it was him having flashbacks when she was crafting his armor. So, And I don't like flashbacks. Get him out of my show. They scare me. Why are they flashing? I don't like thinking about the past. I'd rather forget that it ever mm-hmm. existed. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I always say, man. But yeah, three and a half for the sin. It's not the worst episode in The Mandalorian. But mm-hmm. like all the action scenes don't do enough to like carry out the scenes where it's just kind of like yeah. walking around in my ship kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But not that bad. You know, it is bad. Yeah. Chapter four, Sanctuary. So <laughs> do you think this one's let, bad? let's break it down for our lovely listeners. So the Mandalorian is like, now that I took this baby from the Empire, I'm going to find a nice, calm planet for it to be. And I'm just going to leave it there and he'll have a happy life without ever being hunted. So he goes to this yeah. weird grass planet called um sorgon Sor- soy milk so they go to that planet right <laughs> it's pretty much just a tree planet he meets uh, he goes to a bar meets this awesome uh wrestler chick who used to be a shock trooper 
They were just like like a like a veteran, pretty much. And then mm-hmm. he finds this nice little family of people, and then they're like, "We well, can watch the baby." He's like, "Sweet." And then the shock trooper lady goes, "Okay, but there's like people who have like a giant robot that could like kill these guys at any moment, and we should probably deal with that before you leave the baby here." And the Mandalorian goes like, well, "Might as well." So they set up this elaborate plan. They just dig a really big hole in hopes that the mm-hmm. robot will step in it and just fall over. So yeah, what the robot classic. does... Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, a, a straight up. What ends up happening was they set up this big attack. They train all the soldiers how to... They train all the people in the town how to fight. They're like ready for this. They dig a massive hole. The robot shows up and it sees that there's a hole and just walks around it. And then they go like, well, there goes yeah. a day and a half of planning. <laughs> <laughs> so what ends up happening is the Mandalorian and the shock trooper they're they're blasting people left and right. We also get uh told that the Mandalorians don't take off their helmet because it's like part of their part of their people just not to. Except they take it off to eat. I think. Mm. Or they just blend everything up into a smoothie and drink it under their helmet. Yeah, I don't I don't know. And anyways, blah 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 blah. They blow up the robot, everyone wins. But uh-oh. Someone was on, else was on the planet. Someone tried to take out the baby with the sniper shot. Mandalorian takes care of that and finds out that there's people tracking them and there's Actually, a bounty on his you know head. who takes care of that? The shock trooper lady. Cara Dune, yeah. Cara Dune. Yeah, she takes care of it. And he goes, oh no. She's kind of like really good at killing things. If she ever wanted to kill me and the kid, she probably could. So then he's like, I'm gonna leave because we're also being tracked too. So he just kind of leaves her there. But don't worry, if you if you miss Cara Dune, she'll be back in like three episodes. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the best part of this episode? I think it was when Baby Yoda ate a frog. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. That's we don't it. have to talk about No, we don't anymore. even need to talk about it. What that. are we going to rate this episode? I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, it, it gives a three, maybe a 3.25. Yeah, like, we're going like, into, not, like let's give, here, let's but. give uh, Baby Yoda's left arm three mm-hmm. and Baby Yoda's left arm. Yeah. Also, here's the thing, though. He does uh, sip some soup in this episode. So, Baby Yoda does. Yeah. I was so, that, I think that might add to the score. So, I think we're going to stick with 3.25. 3.25, but we'll give, like, the Baby Yoda left arm and a bit of the shoulder because of the soup scene. You know. But other than that, it was really just kind of like, a, okay, here's a planet. We're going to have an action scene at the end, and then you're just going to leave. But we got to meet Cara yeah, Dune. It feels like that's what they're doing in every episode. Well, you just wait wait till we get to the back half of this season. And if you miss oh, Cara boy. Dune, you'll be seeing her Cara soon. Not my proudest one. Chapter 5. The Gunslinger. I hate this episode. Really? This is the worst episode in the season. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad. Um, so he gets in a dogfight in space, and he's like, "Oh, geez, my ship's damaged. Got to stop on Tatooine." Ding, 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 Tatooine. Oh my gosh, that's where a lot of the stuff happens in all the Star Wars movies. Um, he goes to the local cantina. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> play that music band. again. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, and he meets an aspiring bounty hunter who is named Toro Calican. Um, 
aspiring because he's not actually a bounty hunter yet, but he wants to be accepted into the guild. So he actually has to do something to be accepted into the bounty hunters guild. Play that music again. And he is attracting the assassin Fennec Shand. And the Mandalorian is like, uh, I guess I'll help you capture her because I want money to fix my ship and you want to get into the guild. And so they go and try and capture her and then they capture her. And then Mandalorian's like, all right, you stay here with her and I'm sure nothing bad will ever happen. But then play that music again. So after they track her down and capture her and Mandalorian leaves them alone with her, uh, the assassin is like, hey, Calican, he betrayed you. His bounty is worth more than mine. And Calican's like, what? No way. Play that music again. All right, I'll let you out. <laughs> I'll let you out and help me kill him. And then guess what? Instead of letting her out, he shoots her and takes baby Yoda hostage. Whoa, crazy episode. But then the Mandalorian's like, ah, I'm going to kill you, Calican. And then he does. He actually kills him. Yeah. Straight out. And then he steals Calican's money to pay for his repairs. And then he leaves Tatooine. Meanwhile, back on Tatooine, though, Ooh. important, a mysterious figure finds his body. <gasps> Play that music. I, we, can, we can't keep playing the music all the time. I already did. It's already in there. I can't take it out. Okay. What did you think about this, this romp down memory lane? Oh, look, we're back on Tatooine. I'm giving it two baby Yodas. Two and a half for me, because like it's not like standalone. It wasn't bad, but like compared to all the other episodes, it, it wasn't really. Great. It was like we need to get our ship fixed. Hey, you need to give me like fifty yeah. fifty dollars. Okay. Hey, if we kill this chick, you get fifty dollars. That's the perfect amount of money <laughs> I need. It was just kind of like yeah. That. It's almost like bounty hunters betray each other all the time, and this episode was super predictable about what was going to happen. Yeah, but you know, it's not predictable. Who that guy is that found the body. Oh, man. Well, we'll get into that within the next three chapters. Now, number five, we're going to be talking about a little thing called the gunslinger. Nope. Number six. One, six yeah. One. I was about to say, I was like, I feel like we just did this one. <laughs> <laughs> next up was, is my personal favorite episode of the entire season. Chapter six. The prisoner, the Mandalorian's like, oh, yeah. all right, I need to, I need to keep getting money and just keep like making my way through the galaxy until we can find a planet to just put Baby Yoda, and then we'll be safe. So he lands at this one docking port and sees his old buddy that used to get him jobs when he was a bounty hunter in his early days, and then he's like, "Hey man, you look like you need an odd amount of money." The Mandalorian goes, "Yes, I do. What job do you have for me?" We need you to help us break out this prisoner from this uh, from this New Republic transport ship. And he's just like, that should be easy work. And he's like, but you have to work with Bill Burr. And he goes, no, that's terrible. So he meets this group of people. It's Bill Burr with a robot arm on his back to hold a third gun. Mr. Krabs. Mr. The voice of Mr. Krabs, but it is a literal <laughs> devil, a robot, and a girl who's like that one Jedi where her head looks like it's braids. But it's her head. Mm -hmm. Not Ahsoka, because, yep. but the other one. So this yeah. merry little crew takes the Mandalorian ship and gets to the transport center. But something that is established pretty early is the Mandalorian is hiding baby Yoda so that way no one finds out about him. Mm -hmm. The group quickly pushes all of the Mandalorian's buttons <laughs> and they're like, take off your helmet. And he goes like, no, nah, I don't want to. And then Mr. Krabs goes over and tries to rip his head off. 
and then they accidentally fall into the wall, opens up the door. Uh-oh, the whole crew sees Baby Yoda. Bill Burr goes like, ah, man, I'd like a pet like one of those. Meanwhile, the robot who's driving the ship go accidentally hits a button and notices a distress beacon that's talking about the Mandalorian's bounty on his head, which will play later in the episode. They mm-hmm. get onto the ship. They're about to get killed by a bunch of robots. The Mandalorian goes, I got this. And he kills the robot saying nothing. Cuts through him like paper. They go like, wow, this guy is pretty cool. They get to the midway point to open up a cell. When they were told that there'd be no people on this ship, uh uh-oh, there's a person on this ship. What's his name, Camden? Um, I don't know, but he's referred to as the brother. Let's call him Doug. We'll call him Doug, but he's the brother of the girl with the braids. No, I'm talking... Can we take this fire? I'm talking about the dude oh, that they run into, ooh. the rebel worker. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Okay. So they run into this person when they were told that there'd be no one there. What was his name, Camden? I don't think he's given a name. Just Greg. Greg. Grug. 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 Gronk. 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 Gronkowski. Yeah, Gronk. So Rob Gronkowski <laughs> is chilling in the in the center, and they go, "This wasn't part of the deal." And then the Mandalorian does something that we haven't seen before. He's like super calm in the situation. He puts his gun away and he's like, hey, we're not going to kill you. We just need to get this one person out and you'll be fine. And then the other people just go and kill him right afterwards. The Mandalorian's like, well, these Mm. people are awful. But Rob Gronkowski was holding something. When he gets killed, he drops a beacon, which means that a couple uh, ships are going to come out and blow up the center because things are going bad. X-Wings. And so they go. Yeah, we can, it's assumed in the past five years since uh, the rebels defeated everything that they now just have like a full fleet of like X wings. They're like rebuilding the Republic, basically. Yeah. So they so they go like we got like twelve minutes yet, and this is in TV time, so they have about twenty minutes in actuality. Mm-hmm. So they run to the cell. They get there. They find out that the prisoner that they were saving was none other than. The brother of the girl with the braids, who probably has a name, but we don't know the name. We don't know the name. We'll call him uh, Brady, Sam- Tom Brady. Samantha. 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 So so they save Samantha, and the Mandalorian goes like, I didn't know that, but hey, let's get out of here. And they're like, good idea, Mandalorian. And they push him in the cell that he was just in. And they lock mm-hmm. the Mandalorian on the ship to get blown up. The Mandalorian quickly gets out because he's pretty awesome. And so he starts picking them off like the Predator. And then he takes them down one by one. The devil guy shuts a door on his head. Bill Burr, he scares him in the dark. The girl, he pretty sure he slits his, her throat. Or did he? And then finally, the brother Aww. goes like, I'm worth more money to you alive than dead. And he goes like, all right, I'll take you back. But on the ship, the robot this whole time deciphered the code. And he's like, I'm going to just take the baby Yoda. And then I'll have more money. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian like immediately just shoots him in the head. Oh yeah. Like it it wasn't even uh it wasn't even second thought. He just shot him. And you're like, what a good dad. Mm-hmm. Takes him back. Such a good dad. Takes him back to the storage unit. Here's the dude. Give me my money. And he goes, here you go. Have a nice flight. And as the Mandalorian leaves, he goes, like, blow up their ship. And then you go, <laughs> Oh, this guy's awful. But what the Mandalorian did was he tucked that tracking beacon into the into Samantha's pocket. And so he pulls it out right as two X-Wings show up and they just blow up the entire thing. And the Mandalorian mm-hmm. flies off into the sunset. Well, it's in space. So in space. No the space, in space set. But he just flies off into this, into the void of space. Into the emptiness of nothing. Yeah. 
I'm giving this. I'm giving this five baby Yodas. Oh yeah, five baby Yodas for sure. But what was your favorite part about this episode, Dana? I liked a lot of good stuff in this episode. I think what I liked the best was that um, the Mandalorian had to learn different ways to take each of them out because he tried like brute force with the first person. And after Mr. Krabs mm. like showed that he's stronger than the Mandalorian, he's like, all right, I'm going to have to outsmart him. And so he closes a door yeah. on his head. That was so That was cool. so great. I remember we were watching this episode together and we were like, did that guy just die? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then the it turns out he just got scene, his horns busted up. Yeah. And credit scene in that same cell that they threw the Mandalorian in. He put the three people that he took down in there. So he didn't kill any of them, but they're now under arrest. Mm hmm. What a great chapter. That was chapter. such a good episode. Great chapter. Yeah, that, chapter. Sorry, not episode. No episodes yeah. in this one. We're watching books, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chapter 7, The Reckoning. So, in this episode, I actually like this episode quite a bit. It was a pretty good episode. The Mandalorian gets a message from Grief Karga. Uh-oh. That his town has been occupied by the client. All right, so the client is the guy who tried to buy Baby Yoda off of him. It's Werner Herzog. Carter is the guy who gave him the job. It's right? Werner Herzog. Yeah. I would like to seize a baby. And so he's like, ah, oh, please come back to Navarro. Please come back and kill the client and then free the village. And then we'll clear your name with the guild. You won't be a traitor anymore. And the Mandalorian's like, well, sheesh, bro. I got to go do that. And so he goes and gets Cara Dune. Uh-oh, remember her? Remember her from back. episode three, Quill. four, four. That cool guy, he's back too. And, oh my gosh, remember the droid IG-11 from episode chapter one? Nice save. He's back too, except he's programmed as a protector for Baby Yoda. And the Mandalorian's like, well, I don't trust this droid. He tried to kill Baby Yoda. And Quill's like, nah, it'll be good, man. And he's like, well, okay. Anyways, they meet up with Grief Karga. And guess what? They're attacked by flying creatures. And that injures Karga, like, pretty bad. Like, he's pretty injured. And then Baby Yoda goes, I got this, Chief. Walks up with his three little stubby fingers and uses the force to heal his wound. Which didn't even now, keep make in mind, sense at This the came time. out before Rise of Skywalker. So this was the first ever canon instance of someone using the force to heal anyone else. And everyone was like, why don't we just have him fighting everything? He can do anything he wants. Anyways, they just ignore that afterwards. And they just kind of go, yeah, that happened. Now... Karga, Mando, and the Dune infiltrate the town while Quill and the child go back to the ship because the Mandalorian wants to keep the child safe. Uh, they meet up with the client, but then they're in attacked by Imperial Warlord Moff Gideon, which is one of the coolest characters of all time. He's got a nice mustache. Who then kills the client. He kills the client, just like cold blood. And then he's like, all right, I want that kid now. And he sends out scouts to go capture the kid, which they do after, unfortunately killing quill which was really sad yeah like, like they, they just, just murder him one so off quick. bam yeah like he was just dead and he was one of the coolest characters and then they kidnap the child bum bum <gasps> bum that was the best that's the theme song that's the best joke you guys didn't know that's the best yeah. joke i've ever made in my life um I'm giving this 4. four and a half. Five. Oh, my dude. I was going to do that, but I, I forgot that we did the 2.5. So, yeah. 4.75. Yeah, the arms and the shoulders. Uh, baby Yoda, yeah. everything but the head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. A great um, um, favorite scene was when um, Baby Yoda just healed a dude. 
and it like made him pass yeah. out because it took all of his energy. I think my favorite scene was when Quill died because oh not because I liked seeing him die sounds like it's I because was able to see because <laughs> I was able to see that the show like didn't mess around and didn't care about killing off main characters like that like they would just do it you know and it's not even like it was the uh, season finale or anything like it was like the episode before so like it was still an important episode but they killed him off like not even in like the season finale and like that's bold of a show to do for like a main character and a lot of people liked him too so they just killed him too it sucks they just killed the guy he was so badass and they just killed him yeah yeah all right pequel in the eyes of an angel Finally, we're going to be talking about Chapter Ocho, Redemption. So this takes place literally within the same few minutes of the last episode, chapter. Sorry. It's difficult because I've never watched a book really before. really hard. Yeah. So the two scout troopers who killed Quill now have the possession of Baby Yoda. And they're just screwing around shooting a can. It makes a joke because the stormtroopers can't aim well. They keep missing. And they hear a little little something coming in from behind from like a very far distance. Uh-oh, coming up really quickly. They turn and it's IG-11 with two guns yeah. on a speeder. And he just kills both <laughs> of them and then grabs baby Yoda, puts him on his little chest like one of those baby holders, and then rides into town. Meanwhile, Mav Gideon is like, all right, I'm going to count to 10 Mississippi. And then I'm coming in there, which gave them about 10 minutes to start planning what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. I don't think I talked about that. They're, they're pinned down right now. Yeah, completely surrounded. Yeah. So yeah. as they're thinking about that, IG-11 just comes in. He goes, hey, guys, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait, how'd you get in with Baby Yoda and no one stops you? And then there's just like a few dead bodies behind him. And they're like, all right, cool. And they're like, so what's going on? We got to get out of here pretty quickly. And Moff Gideon goes like, six Mississippi. And they're like, so what <laughs> should we do? And he goes like, all right, I'm getting tired of this. Moff Gideon sends in two flame troopers which are just stormtroopers with a flamethrower. They're like, we're just going to kill everyone and then take the dead body. So they go in and they're about to kill everyone. Baby Yoda sticks up his six little fingers and stops all the flames from happening. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, he could do that. They're all fighting everyone else. The Mandalorian gets shot a lot. Like a lot, a lot lot of of times. His armor is severely injured, but he gets shot so many times. Everyone escapes except for the Mandalorian on IG-11. And this is a big scene because he hates droids in every single episode. And then he goes Mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm going to put some like Neosporin on your forehead and then you'll be good. And then he's about to lift off his helmet. He's like, no one can, no, no person can see my helmet. And he goes like, well, I'm not a person. I'm a robot. And then he takes off the helmet and we get to see who the Mandalorian is. Looks an awful lot like Pedro Pascal. It's him. I feel like I was a little bit disappointed when they took off the helmet. But sorry, we'll talk about that later. He's got a nice little mustache and some (laughs) flowy hair. Oh, yeah. And then he just puts a little Neosporin on his head, picks him up, Mm -hmm. and then they're on the run. Moff Gideon's like, I'm going to get my TIE fighter. We're going to kill these guys. They go, they sneak underground to the Mandalorian place where they hit all the Mandalorians. All the Mandalorians left because they didn't want to get found out. And then the armor is still there. And she goes like, I'll buy you time. And she kills like, like six stormtroopers with just a hammer and it's brutal because like their armor breaks into pieces when she hits them she takes out as many as she can pretty sure she got killed they escape they're going on this little stream out of town and then they're going to try to get back to the ship and leave moff gideon comes around with a tie fighter and he's like 
you're going to get shot right now. I have you pinned at the end of this tunnel. And then IG-88 looks at everyone and he goes like, know how I said I'm going to self-destruct in episode one? Go time, baby. And so he tricks them all to firing at the ship that none of them are on except for IG-11. And then he blows up and takes out like 40 stormtroopers. And then they're on the run. Also, the the armor gave uh, the Mandalorian a jetpack before she left. Because that's important. So cool. Well, um, quick correction on your uh, thing right there. The Mandalorians didn't escape. Uh, they were dead in the tunnels. They were all they found killed. all the dead bodies of the Mandalorians. So that's where you got the jetpack. Uh, grave robbing. No, I thought she gave it to him. No. Because it was like a she, brand new jetpack. Sure she found it. It was pristine. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why it's all silver. Oh, okay. It's not painted or anything. But like, why was there just a random? I made you a jetpack. Jet there. <laughs> He's like, I don't want it till the next episode. Yeah. You have enough metal to make a jetpack. Why would I all want right, a jetpack? Talk pack? about what happens at the end, Dana. So this is what happens at the end. They're sitting on the ship. They're like, How are we going to stop this Tie Fighter? So grief looks at Baby Yoda and he says, "Do the little magic baby hand thing." And the baby waves at him. And then the Mandalorian goes like, "All right, it's time to be a hero." Pops on his jetpack and flies directly at the Tie Fighter. Which, for the audience, you're like, "Oh well, he's dead. How are you going to take down a spaceship?" Shoots a grappling hook onto one of its wings, cuts the wing off of an entire ship with a with a grappling hook. Yeah. Flies off, gets to the group, and says, "Thanks for saving the baby. We're gonna go get this baby to his family." And they're like, "Hey, we'll see you in season two, Mandalorian." He goes like, "Yeah, that's a weird sentence to say." And they all have a happy ending. <laughs> but wait, right before the credits roll, Moff Gideon didn't die. In fact, he has in his possession something that's very important to the mandalorian culture he's got the dark saber which is like a lightsaber except it was made by a mandalorian who was in the jedi order it was the first mandalorian in the jedi order and it's literally just like a black lightsaber but it's shaped like a katana it's super cool yeah it's become the like um kind of symbol of who's the leader of the mandalorians Mm-hmm. So like whoever the leader is wields the dark saber after that Jedi who was a Mandalorian died, um, and it was shown a lot in the Clone Wars and in Star Wars Rebels. But um, now this is like the first time we've seen it live action, and I gotta say it looks pretty cool in live it action. It looks way cooler than you think it would in live action. You think yeah. oh it's because it be- looks awesome and animated. Yeah, you're like but oh it's in just live be action. Okay. Like there's something about it. It's just really cool. And it's the noise it makes. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna give this <clears> one four and a half. Baby I'm going to give it a 4.75 again. I really like this conclusion to the season. It was really good. I think I like the other episode more solely off mm-hmm. of like they had all the moving pieces and then at the end they had the two separate like running time clocks of them like trying to get away yeah. from Gideon and then Quill dying. Favorite part of the episode though? Definitely the beginning with the scout troopers with oh, Baby yeah. Yoda. That was so funny. We left at this point. I don't even remember the jokes that they were One making, of the scout troopers so gets mad at Baby Yoda for crying and punches it in the head. Just like, just, <laughs> just a thwap. <laughs> it's the best part of the episode. Not because they punched Baby Yoda, but because yeah. they got so brutally murdered like two seconds mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, what would you give this Baby Yoda of the entire first season of The Mandalorian? The entire first season? I think it gets four Baby Yodas for me. It's going to get four and a half from me. It's going to be hard for season two to live up to it. I've only seen the first episode. There's two out as of recording this. Um, the first episode was pretty good. It was a good start to the season. I don't think it was as good of a start as the first, the first episode, episode of season yeah. one was. But it's definitely but, better than the worst episodes of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. The thing I like about this show is it's not 
the baby Yoda. It's the Mandalorian. And I feel like they're doing a very good job of focusing on the Mandalorian and kind of keeping baby Yoda there as like a, he's like what's driving the plot forward, but the Mandalorian is still the main character and he's still who the audience is rooting for. The audience is like, oh, baby Yoda. But they're like, yeah, the Mandalorian. And so and I think the, they're doing a good job He does job in that such sense. a cool job at fighting also. Because he's not, he's not like John Wick where he'll win every single fight yeah. going into it. Like half the time he's going to lose a fight and then like someone comes mm-hmm. in and helps him or he like finds a way to outwork them. But it's cool because yeah. like when he fought like that space rhino, he was going to die. Like unless mm-hmm. baby Yoda was there, he would have just gotten killed. So it's cool to show that like the main character is not like a Superman that he has like, and he's also not like a Jedi. He has a real chance like of dying in any kind of episode. Like have superpowers that they can use to get him out of any situation. Like he's just like a normal dude who's really good at fighting. Yeah, it's super cool. Like having that kind of mm-hmm. balance and separation between like power and like unkillability. Mm-hmm. You know what? Four and a half baby Yodas for season one, man. Like, oh, four and a half, four half baby Yodas. I guess we'll give four and a half. We hope that this summary serves you well on your galactic adventure through the Star Wars mythos. And if that doesn't pertain to you at all, we are sorry that we had to use such nerdy words throughout all of this. But mm-hmm. here's a gold star for sticking around. That gold star really hurt when you put it on them, Dan. That was really yeah, I didn't put the pin back on. I just jammed it in. Yeah, it's like a little bit of like a chest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a little, little pain in the pleasure. You know what I mean? Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Roomies Talking Movies. We hope that you all set your clocks back correctly. And if you don't need to because of where you're from, we are so jealous that you don't have to actually do this stupid so thing. Confusing. I Why don't are we doing get it? I just stop it. Let's just stop. Why don't we just it's get so rid easy. of clocks? No time. Oh, yeah. No time to die. If we didn't have time, then we wouldn't have like a time where you would die. So no time to die. I think that's the plot of the next James Bond movie. The the bad guy just, steals all the clocks in the, all the world. Clocks. <laughs> and he goes like, Mr. Yeah. Bond, you now have no time to die. And then he goes like, well, then doesn't that mean that I can't die? Or does that mean you're going to kill me right now? And the bad guy goes like, ah, crap, I didn't think about that. No, no, no. Actually, he goes, oh, yeah, Mr. Bad Guy, I have a watch. And then he shows him his watch, and then the bad guy just explodes from how crazy that twist was. And then the James Bond theme, like, blares as he, like, pulls out his Rolex watch. Oh, yeah. We hope you all join us next week as we talk about the best Thanksgiving movie of all time. It's really not. We're talking about Freebird. Freebird, baby. It's like Free Willy, but worse. You can watch it on Netflix or Hulu or for free online. And we can't. Well, we don't condone that, but do it anyway. No, I mean, like, that was one of the first things that popped up when I looked up Freebird. Oh. It was just like, yeah, no, watch it free online. Just go ahead, watch it online. (laughs) But uh, get ready for that one. We'll give you a hint of what's in store for that episode. It's got a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep, which means I'm only putting in 20% effort. I only put in 10% effort into every episode. See you all Uh, next week. Adios. And may the force be with you.